Celtics Talk Podcast is presented by 24autogroup.com, 11 locations across New England. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the post-game pod here on the NBC Sports Boston Podcast Network after the Celtics take down, I always forget the team they're playing. Miami Heat. Miami Heat, first of two, uh, the princess of the podcast on this night of royalty. Abby Chen. I was going to say, don't ask me the score, though. <laughs> I can never remember. All I know is I do know, yeah, Jason Tatum had 49, 49. points. So, Celtics scored probably like 130 points. Feels like that's all they do nowadays. Yeah. Uh, another lopsided effort. And, Abby, I actually feel bad because... What? We get... No, because uh, what is our... Every night after the game, we, we talk about the same things. We can talk about the Celtics breaking down the zone defense, finally, finally. shaking that nemesis that has <laughs> dogged them for years. No one wants to hear about breaking down the zone, but I get your point. Like, it has been something that has, has worked against them. The big story here, as every every part of our podcast oh, will I be about, is Jason Tatum, 49 oh. points, still in the MVP. Oh, no, I'm not talking about royalty yet. Uh, oh, okay. No, no, we'll wait to save that for the end. Okay. We're, we're talking about King Tatum. Uh-huh. So, Or, as I called him tonight, dude? the Lord of Boston. Rob Williams. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. Sorry. Time Lord. No, I'm like, I, I, I tried to make so many bad royalty puns tonight. I'm, I'm my, <laughs> my, my head is spinning. But I feel bad because every time you come on this podcast, I say, hey, Jason Tatum's the MVP, right? Right. Absolutely. I mean, he looked like one tonight. Mm. No question about it, the way he played. And also playing within the team. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as Joe says, I asked Joe afterwards, do you say anything to you? Are, are you drawing up plays? And he's like, no, I just get out of the way. It's really wild how few plays Joe calls. And that this offense, yeah. the way that it is humming, mm-hmm. is it's relentless. They can score in so many different ways. And no matter who's on the floor, what the combination is, mm-hmm. they're just flowing. Yeah. I mean, Jalen had tons of foul trouble. They just kept going. Yeah. Every time. You know what? Like last year, I would panic every time a, a big lead would 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 get trimmed. Right. And now this year it's just like, oh, they're just gonna go on an eight over. They'll be fine. Push it yeah. back. You know my favorite Even part. Even though it's the Miami Heat. Yeah, but it's still weird that and, as you look up the score. One thirty four, one twenty one. There's a ton of points in this game. And last and we like, four months ago we watched these have a rock fight of a playoff series. So it is a, a good reminder that things will change in the playoffs. I mean there was and, no Jimmy Butler tonight. But that's a that's a problem. You gave one hundred and twenty something points to a Heat team that shouldn't be scoring one hundred and twenty something points. But I'm not here to, to focus on the bad. I'm here to focus on the good. No. Can I tell you what my favorite part of yeah, tonight's please. game was? When Jason Tatum, they get multiple technical fouls. Look like the Heat were going to technical foul their way to his 50-point night. The Celtics still had a possession left. And Tatum standing in the corner. Al starts to go over to set a screen. He just shook his head. Like, oh, no. no. He, he wanted that 50. I don't think he did. What? I don't think he did. I think, it, I think it's actually a sign of his maturation. I think he, I think he will lament. Missing that free throw, the one of one of them yeah. during the game that cost him fifty, um, but in that moment he recognized. I think six months ago, Jason Tatum maybe tries to get the fifty. No, he definitely tried to get the fifty with the three pointer on the yeah. corner and all that. Yeah. But I'm saying he recognized in that moment that there are bigger things than fifty point games. I think he showed a maturation. I agree with that. Oh, you know, no, you know, you know. You're telling your voice no. has been apparent all season long. But he did tell us that pregame, Grant Williams, birthday boy, and he said Grant went up to him, did his best LeBron James prognosticator impersonation. I would have preferred, I would have preferred if he said he did the wind horse. Yeah. Did the fingers. Why and, would they do that? Why, why would he score 50? Um, but told, told Jason, you're going to score 50 tonight. And he came up one short. To be fair, though, can't you on a night-to-night basis say... 
Jason, you're probably going to score 50. Yes, and, and, and be right. And, I mean, Jalen Brown was questionable for this game. With that neck injury, which he said they told him was like a whiplash situation. I didn't realize it was that serious. He got He got hit pretty hard in that they all blend together, maybe Sacramento yeah. game. And, uh, yeah, it looked like in the moment I was like, ooh, that looked like it hurt. Yeah, he played through it, as Jason did on that ankle. Mm-hmm. But, um, and Jalen was back in foul trouble tonight. But and, still came up, I mean, when he was on the floor, hitting shots and driving to the rim, finishing through contact. There were some turnovers. There's there's a lot of turnovers. I love Jalen. From I'm, everyone I'm, I, Yeah, no, fair, fair. Like, it, it, a lot of PTSD as the Celtics go through those stretches where, much like the playoffs, they turn the ball over, so... Uh, okay, I do have a question for you, though. Oh, I love questions. Do you think there is a better duo in the NBA? You would try to lead I, him I, I the little breadcrumbs. He said it was a good question, <laughs> Jason Tatum. <laughs> little victory for Abby. If only you got the name drop, too. Um, he, I mean, he, of course, they're the best duo in the NBA. Have you seen the numbers? They're like five points better than any other duo. They're approaching, Bill Simmons had it on his podcast today, uh, where. They're they're entering Shaq and Kobe like stratosphere of scoring, fifty six point nine points per game or whatever it is now, and that's going to go up because of Tatum. Yeah. Anytime you're talking about two guys combining for anything north of fifty, it's like a really good deal. Duo fifty five plus is absurd. If you if they get up to sixty, like r- ridiculous. What this team is doing. Banana pants. Absurd. Yeah, I'm and sure. you still got Malcolm Brogdon scoring 20 a night somehow because there's still 130 points to, to go to. Malcolm Brogdon, zone buster. Dwight, Derek White. Yes. Dwight, Derek White, Derek zone White. buster. Those little two bust. guys, little bust. <laughs> that so, sounded bad. <laughs> they are. No, they're, it, it, you're right. That one, of the, the, one of the things that bothered them a lot last year was the zone, and so it's good to see. It. They've learned. All right, so now let's get well, – I got two more things, but let's get to your, your, your night of royalty. What was it like sitting just inches from the, from an actual... Okay, so just some background. My <laughs> father is Chinese, but he um, he immigrated from mm-hmm. Hong Kong to Jamaica, went to a British boarding school, and just loves all things British. Oh, all right. And so, like, loves James Bond, has always wanted a Jaguar car. I don't even know if those are British, but he just has always wanted one. And so I've been fascinated by the royals for basically my whole life. So, yes. I fangirled all night long. I was excited. <laughs> I really um, mostly stared at the Princess of Wales, Kate, as she likes to be called. Mm. Um, I really stared at her for most of the game, and then I looked over, and Jason Tatum had 47 points, and I was like, oh, okay. So I should get some questions. This is happening. For this what, what am I going to ask him? Uh, yeah, and then he had to correct me because I missed the two free throws because they were leaving the court. Um, <laughs> they shut so, down hallways here. Like, oh, my this gosh. Was, this was quite a night. A logistical nightmare. Security was I did not get to talk to them, but I did ask uh, Whit Grossbeck's <laughs> wife, Amelia, what they were like. And she said they're she's very sweet. But the, the real royalty in the building tonight was the Time Lord. Yes. And so you were at Shoot Around. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't there because I probably would have passed out. Fainted, yep. <laughs> passed out on the spot. <laughs> you would have had to revive me. Um, I, 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 okay, so we, we talked, I think, last episode about... He's ramping up. I thought it was going to be before Christmas, and we've, we've both been pretty bullish on that. But what was it like to actually see him out there blocking shots? I know it's like half coaches, half Noah Vonley, like, but still. Yeah, I mean, it's a welcome sight for sore eyes, as they say. He <laughs> did. Not, there's not even sore eyes. The team is 18 and four. That's true. <laughs> uh, which I did ask Joe Missoula if that 
you know, you could be a little yeah. more cautious with him. And Joe said, no, that does not play into any of this. <laughs> but uh, Rob was wearing a sleeve and, and I couldn't tell what kind of like maybe a brace on mm-hmm. the knee, which, you know, no one likes to see Understandable, that. Understandable, but. Understandable, yes. Um, and I'm sure necessary. But he he blocked a shot. He, mm-hmm. you know, you can't say he looked like the old time Lord, but he's clearly getting there. And that's the thing that Noah Vonley, I asked him uh, pregame in the locker room. He said this is the third time Ooh. that they've scrimmaged. Ooh. Friday is 10 weeks since the surgery. The original timeline was 8 to 12 weeks to return to basketball mm-hmm. activities. And he is clearly doing that. Um, and so I think, and you know, no setbacks as of yet. So all positive signs. They did play for 20 minutes. He said four or five minute quarters. There's going to be just a surprise. It's going to be, I don't think it's going to be on the road trip. I think it's going to be the first game back after it. I keep so my 12 weeks exact is 12, 16, I think against Orlando. Mm. That's, that's my guess. He doesn't okay. go, Maybe he goes on the road trip. Maybe he works out on off days. Maybe he hangs out in Golden State just to be there. And then I think it's go time. Maybe we should ask fortune teller Grant. Ooh, that would be, that'd be a good James. idea. He might know. He might be like one day off based on tonight, 49 points instead of 50. But mm. um, if you could get within one day. Yeah, it's pretty good. We could ask Windhorst. There is no official timeline, by the way, that the team you don't is have to giving anyone. We're good. We're good. For All the right. record. We're going to let everybody else gush about Jason Tatum. You know, it felt like Miami was really hanging around, and then the Celtics decided, you know, th- that's okay. Jason Tatum's going to take control and just put him away. Yeah, and yeah, I wanted to give 50 in all in all honesty, all honesty, but at the same time, I think it was just all about the win because if he really wanted to get the 50, there they had an opportunity. They took the shot clock violation late. He could have had an opportunity to shoot the ball, go to the basket, and try to get the 50 or get to the free throw line. But I think he looks at it more over. Uh, more of a I'm trying to get the W this yeah. is a team thing I put in my work this game is put away there's no need for me to do anything and rub it in their face when another team might do that to you but it's, it's show, it just shows that he took over when he needed to yeah. I mean he stepped up and made all the big shots and in the fourth quarter the Celtics took care of the basketball they were a little careless with it a little lackadaisical with it early on in the game and then in the fourth quarter they took care of the ball they had a total of four in, the, in that last one, the shot clock. So it was only three turnovers they had in the fourth quarter, and that's where they were able to get some separation. Yeah, they didn't have a turnover, I think, after like the 10-30 mark in the fourth quarter. So that, that really was when they kind of separated themselves. Speaking of Jason Tatum, he's standing by with Abby Chin back at the Garden. Jason, fifth straight win, fifth straight game. You guys have scored 120-plus. Clearly playing with so much joy. How much fun are you having out there? Uh, it's a lot of fun, especially the way, especially the way that we started. Uh, and this is a good test. You know, this is a, it's a team that we've been competing against for the last couple years. Uh, and regardless of who's in and who's out, we know we're going to get their best. Uh, so hell of a coach team. You know, they compete to the end. So this is a good test for us, you know, to have to battle. You put on an absolute show, 47 points. I know you wanted that. 49, thank you. I know you wanted that 50. I'm sorry. I missed the free throws. But, I mean, playing in the presence of royalty, did that spark anything for you? Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just glad I had some threes tonight. Uh, I've been shooting terrible from the three. So it just felt good to see some go in. Uh, you know, I missed the free throw, but, you know, I'll get 50 again one day. I'm sure you will, Jason, as Jalen chases Deuce around. <laughs> but, Jason, you are hearing, I mean, MVP chance broke out tonight in the first quarter. What does that mean to you? Uh, that means everything. You know, it's, it's 
something I've dreamed about as a kid. Uh, and to hear it in front of our home crowd, in front of the best fans in the world, uh, you know, it holds a special place in my heart. You know, I, I love this place. I love being here. And, and hearing, hearing that during the game gives you, you know, chills. Uh, and I'm glad we got a win. And you said it, this Miami Heat team, always a good test, no matter what the records are. How tough is Friday going to be? Uh, it's like a playoff series, you know, when you start playing these two-in-a-row format. Uh, you know, they're going to go back and watch film. You know, they might have some guys back. Uh, and there's a lot of things that they're going to want to do better and, and vice versa. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's going to be tough on Friday, but looking forward to it. Jason, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Scal, going to bring you in here. And just what impressed you most about what you saw from Jason Tatum? I mean, to be honest with you, we're a much better team than Miami, and I don't think we win this game without him. He, I, the way his poise throughout, like getting, getting other people involved, his cuts let open up the floor for other people. So, I mean, I get the 49, the big-time shots. He was on one right from the start. Like, he was ready to go. And so I just feel like there's games where role players win you games. There's games you're going to win no matter what. I don't think we played well except for Tatum and I could throw Brogdon in there. I mean, other guys like had some decent games, but I don't think we win this game without Tatum today. Yeah, you was lucky because you got to watch him put on a show tonight. Uh, you know, be live and direct and see it happening is totally different from watching it on TV, right? We know that he's putting on a show, but when you there and live, it's a different energy. The garden is behind it. And I mean, he came out knocking down. When he's not Knocking down his three, I mean, he pretty much is unstoppable. When he starts knocking down that three at a high clip like he was tonight, eight from 12. But the most important stat to me is, I always say, when Jason Tatum is engaged, he gets several more rebounds. Tonight, he had 11 rebounds. That 49 points, we needed every last one of them because this Miami Heat team would not go away. But the show and the showmanship, the, the way that Jason Tatum played tonight, put the team on his back. Let everybody else that doesn't know about him that he is not he's not knocking on the door he in the room he's in the room and if you don't think that this guy is an MVP candidate you need to you can go, go get some glasses or go get some LASIK <laughs> surgery for real I mean you're talking about the rebounding there Eddie but how about the play that we saw and I think I don't know if it was in the third quarter or the fourth quarter when Tatum was diving on the floor and somehow comes out with the ball he's surrounded right there's a play right here surrounded by three Miami Heat players and somehow gets it to Derek White for the dunk scout I mean it, it, you gave him a Tommy point right on the spot that that to me was one of the biggest plays of the night. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was great. All the all the big stuff he did, we saw that. But I think also the little stuff, like Eddie's right. Like when you're live, you see a guy, you see his interaction, you see the way he's talking to the officials. You know, when he's engaged defensively, you see the way that he, he misses a guy and goes over and says, you know what, I'm going to get you next time. So like Tatum today was, I played with some superstar players and just being on the court with them makes you a better player. The Boston Celtics, every one of the guys on the Celtics benefited from having Tatum today, whether he was getting buckets or wasn't. Wherever he was at, Miami was fully aware, and he opened up the floor for other guys. Hey, Scal, let's not, let's not get this twisted either, right? Understand it, Jason Tatum, understand it. This is a team that you possibly might see late. In the, in, in, in when the playoffs start. This is a team that you have a rivalry with. This goes back to the big three when they went to Miami with, uh, with D-Wade, uh, LeBron, and Chris Bosh going against the Celtics' big three of Kevin Garnett, 
Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. There is a rivalry there, and understanding that, it's, I think that's why he's engaged. He understands. I don't care who's out on the court, and he said it. He alluded to that. It doesn't matter who Miami puts out there. They're well coached. They're going to play hard, and if you let your guard down, you will lose a game. To me, that's showing tremendous growth as a player and understanding, okay, I'm not only playing for tonight, but it also sends messages. This also sends a message down the road. Now, you come back Friday night and you get another victory. It's just trying to show that we are a different team than we were last year, and it's not going to come down to one shot like it did in the Eastern Conference Finals. We should be able to put you all away because we are on a different level. All right, Celtics get the win, 134-121. Thank you, Scal. I'll send it back out to Abby standing by with uh, head coach Joe Mazzula. Joe, the Heat, always a good test. No matter what the records are coming in, what did you learn about your guys tonight? Uh, we keep fighting. Uh, we have the ability to make adjustments in the game. Uh, our guys clearly know um, when they're playing well and when we need to be better, and they did a great job holding themselves accountable to the game plan and then to moments of where we could get better. And so, uh, like you said, the Heat bring the best out in you, and so that was good that our guys uh, responded. Speaking of playing well, when Jason Tatum is going like that, do you say anything in the huddle? Do you have to draw up plays, or do you, does he just go? Stay out of the way. Yeah. yeah. How challenging is it to face the same team twice? even though it is at home, and you know that the emotions are going to be high for them. It's a challenge to win one NBA game. It's a challenge to win a playoff series. And so this is a good opportunity for us to watch film, figure out what we did well, where we can adjust. And it's no different than playing in a playoff series. So you know, got to do it. I'm truly impressed that you were able to maintain your focus coaching in front of the Royals like that all night long. Thank you. I, I did not manage the same. Joe, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> First, uh, what 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 was going like? How did, how did the game kind of come to you tonight? I mean, it just seemed like you scored so much in the flow of the offense. It, it was not like you were trying to chase shots. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's how it's been most of the season. I think that's just kind of how we play. Um, and they were in zone, so it kind of led to a, a lot of two-on-one actions, uh, finding an open man, and just kind of being in the right spot. Uh, you know, especially in that, the first couple minutes of the game, the way we were just moving the ball, um, you know, and, you know, I've seen a couple go down early. So, you know, just shooting in rhythm. And they released an action figure of you. Have you seen it? And, uh, like, Fanatics, mm -hmm. what do you think? Are you going to give one a deuce? And what's yeah. it like to have a doll? Like, are you – I mean, how do you kind of keep kind of all that in perspective at 20? Uh I didn't refer to it as a doll, but uh, it came in the mail the other day. And, uh, you know, I, I put it in Deuce's room. Uh, his room is full of pictures of me, action figures. So, uh, you know, it, it's cool. But, you know, I guess when you ask me about it, it's kind of surreal that, uh, you know, I do have an action figure and Deuce thinks it's normal. Uh, but I actually, you know, gave it to him uh, and today when we put it in his room. Uh, he's spoiled. You know, he's he's used to seeing daddy on TV and, and fat heads and commercials um, and toys. So he just was like, oh, thank you, and uh, put it with the rest of them.
Jason, uh, you know, you mentioned the zone a, a couple of years ago in the bubble, and I guess even maybe at points last year, they were able to give you so much trouble with that zone. And now it, it looks like it's just easy, you guys going at it. it what have you kind of developed yourself and as a team to be able to attack that look? Uh, you know, I think just, you know, being in that position before, um, expecting that, you know, something that we talked about in film and walked through today. And I think that's what we've done a really good job of this season of, talking through things and implementing them in the game um, at nighttime. Um, you know, the coaching staff really prepared as well. Um, and just don't stand in one spot. Don't hold the ball too long. You know, those are kind of like the, the fundamental points of our offense, right? Continue to move, pass it, get a pass up a good shot for a great shot, regardless if they're in man or zone. Um, and, you know, everybody knows that. And, you know, regardless of whatever the lineup, whatever the time is, you know, that's just kind of, you know, what we try to go out there and do. And you and Bam, I remember you gave you that big hug after you won the East Finals. And, you know, you've had so many battles earlier in your careers. How has he kind of made you a better player with how he's been able to challenge you through some of these battles? Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody that I'm, you know, extremely close with. And, uh, you know, I've known Bam since seventh grade and we've competed against each other and, you know, AAU high school and now in the NBA. Um, so somebody I'm extremely happy for, uh, you know, his development, his growth, um, you know, the, the steps that he's taken in his career. And, you know, we've played each other, what, twice in the playoffs now and, you know, in the same conference. So we, we see each other a lot. So, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, just going out there and, and bringing out the best of each other um, and somebody I've just known for 10, 12 years now. Uh, this is always, you know, fun competing against somebody like that. Uh, you, there's a few moments where they were making a run and you just stepped up and took a three or just wanted to take it onto yourself, but you did it like just a couple times, kind of briefly. How have this year have you kind of felt a better rhythm and a better sense of when it's time for you to kind of take over and when it's time for you to play through the system? Uh, it's all about just making the right play. Uh, you know, when you open, shoot it. Uh, and the right play can be different from, from time to time. You know, I think I've said that a lot. Uh, but, you know, when I was in layup lines today, the birthday boy Grant um, did his best LeBron impersonation and told me I was going to score 50 today. Uh, so I just kept that in the back of my mind as I kept shooting uh, throughout the game. You only had 49, so is that a real birthday gift? I told him happy birthday after the game. Um, but... You know, I've scored 50 a couple of times, uh, so I, I'll do it again one day. Jason, um, what role does Joe have in, in that messaging? It's just sticking. He comes in here after the last game. You're, you know, you, you're up 40, and he's talking about he's not celebrating anything. And he comes in here today and he said there were like 35 points that you guys probably could have controlled and taken away. What it seems like he's like maniacal about the messaging. What's that like? Yeah, uh, you know, Joe has this. Every every time we come in a film, um, he shows this video of a picture of a sandcastle, and the metaphor of um, you know you could build the best sandcastle on vacation, and when the tide comes up, it's gonna wash it away. And basically, you know. Today was a good, you know, good game. We won. 
Um, but when we go into film tomorrow, Friday, that we got to build another sandcastle. And it's a little cheesy, um, but it's something that we bought into. And uh, just that, you know, it's, it's, it's a choice that we got to make every day um, when we come in of, you know, trying to be the best version of ourselves, And knowing that, um, you know, it's never going to be easy. We always going to get the other team best shot um, of, because of what we're ultimately trying to accomplish. Um, so I think, you know, Joe's done a great job of, um, you know, not letting us be satisfied or complacent, which we aren't, you know, coming off the finals loss. We know what the ultimate goal is. Um, but, you know, just trying to take the right steps along the way and getting back to that point. But, you know, you say it's cheesy um, and you bought in, but the, the, there's, you know, NBA team is full of egos and stars and guys who have who have succeeded in a lot of ways along the way. Um, what is it about that particular message, that Sandcastle message that makes you buy in? I think, uh, for one, we got a great group, right? Uh, you know, even when I go back to last game, uh, like Blake, Blake has had a hell of a career, you know, seven-time, six-time All-Star, whatever, six-time All-NBA, and, you know, was a superstar at one point, um, and obviously due to injury, but somebody like that to come in and buy in and, you know, do things that you guys don't see every day. He takes the first bus, you know, he plays pickup on off days with, you know, the two-way guys, and, you know, that's not necessarily always normal, especially for somebody that, you know, has accomplished what he has and made all the, you know, the money that he has, for him to still have that mindset of team first and just being a great teammate. Um, you know, just little things like that that we all notice um, and, and everybody shows that in, in one way or another. Um, so we just got a really great group of selfless guys um, on this team that just want to win um, and do whatever it takes to, to help the next guy. Last question to Abby. Did you say, does Grant have a good LeBron James impersonation? Today he did. Uh, everybody's seen that, you know, LeBron always, or the, uh, the meme of LeBron, you know, predicting things in the future. Uh, so Grant did that today. He literally told me that uh, in layup line. And then you were going off, Jalen battling through foul trouble, but still came up big in the end. Is there any doubt in your mind you guys are the best duo in the NBA? Hmm. Good question. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, whatever that means. Uh, you know, I believe in him uh, and his his ability and uh, the things that he can do. And we've obviously shown that you know we can play together at a high level. Uh, you know, and and have great success. So um, I guess it looks that, that way, but uh, I guess that's for you guys to decide, you know, we never like talk about that. We, you know, we want to be the best team uh, and we want to win a championship and along the way we're the best duo, uh, you know, we'll take it.